Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. This is the second Sunday of Lent. It's a time for for introspection, a time for self-reflection. Let me speak a little bit about this lesson. It, it, we are introduced uh, once again to Elijah, who, after a warning from Jezebel, and we all know a little bit about Jezebel. Anyway, he gets this warning from Jezebel, and he's running for his life after killing the prophets of Baal. And now Elijah is hiding in a cave, waiting for further instructions from God. Aren't we all? So now, I want you to imagine that you have your remote control for your TV in your hand. Okay? Anybody got that? What's your favorite button on the remote control? Is it the on-off button? Is it the volume button? Maybe it's the channel button? My favorite button is the mute. In fact, I had a TV one time, and it, it, had, it would say mute on a screen, M-U-E-T. And I thought, what is the matter with this TV? Well, that was, the TV was in the French mode, by the way. That's mute in French, M-U-E-T. It took me years to figure out that, why, that was, why that was wrong. In fact, I use the mute button so often that the word mute is rubbed off of the button. Now, I press, press that mute button most often during commercials, which is getting a little bit hard because Georgiana is, that's sort of how she focuses herself and, with her disease, and she focuses on the TV, and she can't distinguish between the program and the commercial. So oftentimes, in the middle of commercials, she says, well, you know, where, where'd the sound go? Well, I have to put it back on, but I love to mute every commercial. Have you ever noticed that commercials' volume is louder? Do you know why? Well, my theory is so that when you're off in the kitchen getting a snack, you can still hear the commercial. Makes sense. Sometimes I wish I had a universal mute button, you know, that you could carry around in your pocket so when you're in a restaurant it's too noisy, you can, you know, mute everybody else or, or mute anywhere you are where it's just too noisy. We had a universal mute button. It would be really nice. I guess by now you, figure, you realize that I have a pet peeve about noise, at least noise as I interpret noise anyway. But it is no secret that we are inundated, saturated, if you will, with noise from so many sources, all wanting our attention. Have any of you ever gotten a phone call from someone selling insurance or wanting a donation or hoping to buy your house? than television and radio, of course, who spend far more time on their advertising than they do on their programming, I think. The internet, of course, creates a lot of noise for us with its countless address addresses and apps and 
that have something to please everyone for everything. And they're, by the way, also filled with ads. Social media, like Facebook and X, it was a lot easier to remember Twitter than X, but uh, TikTok, there, that list goes on and on of social media, all linking millions of people to millions of other people. Then there is artificial intelligence, which is starting to scare all of us to death. Add to these miracles of technology, the noise of car traffic and noisy bars and restaurants and screaming fans at concerts and sporting events, and you can see there really is a lot of noise out there. I'm not suggesting that all of this noise is bad. We learn a lot from the internet. We're entertained by television and by radio, and we stay connected to our loved ones through social media. And it's fun to root for the Diamondbacks or the Cardinals or the Sun Devils or the Mercury. But I believe there are also times when we must shut off all of that noise so we can hear that gentle whisper as Nancy read it, or that still small voice of God. That was the voice that reassured Elijah while he was running for his life, hiding in a cave. That voice did not come in the strong wind, in the earthquake, or in the fire. Lent is a time for listening. It's a time for silence. This is especially important, I think, in this election season when television ads and phone calls and direct mailers will pester us ad nauseum. You ever noticed how almost all the pictures we see of politicians, their mouths are open, yelling something at us, more noise. So how do we get away from all that noise? Where, where do we find some quiet time? And I do need, mean quiet time, not quietly watching television. In uh, 2004, Georgianne and I moved from 15th Avenue and Camelback down here to Fort Dodge, Iowa. Fort Dodge is a town of about 26,000 people in north central Iowa. It's about 90 miles from Des Moines. And Des Moines is not all that big. And every morning, uh, we would, I, I would walk our dog. Her name was Addie. She was a, a blue healer, about 50 pounds. And year round, we were there for seven years, year round, I walked uh, Addie. And I had a, a pair of Carhartts. You know what Carhartts are? I know that Rick knows what Carhartt, they're, they're what the gas station guys wear when they're filling your car with gas and it's 20 below zero. So these Carhartts or these quilted clothes, I had overalls, overalls, a jacket, a hood, and there were zippers on the legs so I can get them over my boots and I'd charge out every morning in pitch dark with, Aggie, with Addie uh, to walk her around the neighborhood. I didn't realize how quiet a town can be when it's not a city. This is, remember, this is moving from Phoenix, the central part of Phoenix, Arizona, to this little town in Iowa. 
And I remember the, the moonlight shining on the snow. And it's quiet even in the middle of summer, but in the middle of winter when there's a couple of feet of snow on the ground, it is dead silence. And it was wonderful. No city noise, no sirens, nothing. Dead silence. In fact, we were there a couple of weeks and we heard this strange sound and looked up and went, what is that? Well, it was, a, it was a helicopter flying somebody into the hospital. But that was two weeks after we got there. So there is a way to find that silence. You don't have to move to Fort Dodge, Iowa to find it. But if, if you stop right now and listen, all that noise out there, that city noise, that's hard to get away from. For these past few months, a number of us have been studying and discussing a book called Quietly Courageous. And this book offers all kinds of ideas about how we honestly accept our present life and situation and how we move forward uh, as a church. So Pastor Dick and, and our board chair, Jack, and, and Ken Nyman and I have, have worked to try to synthesize all that mountain of information that's in this book so we can create maybe some kind of a tool or a guide or at least some advice to our search committee as it looks for a new pastor. This in itself has added to all the other noise that's out there in, in our world about how it's best to pursue our search. We each have expectations of the kind of pastor we want to lead our, our church, expectations our search committee must keep under consideration in their work. It is my prayer that in all the noise we encounter in this year ahead, and there's gonna be a lot of it, social, political, and even the, the noise within our spiritual community of getting advice from you about this search for our new pastor, I'm, my prayer is that we will take the time to listen, really listen for that still small voice, that gentle whisper of God. Remember that Jesus, whenever he needed to get away from the crowds and their demands for help and healing, would he go off to some quiet place like a, like a mountain or a, a lake or a garden or the desert. He needed to get away from the noise of his life as a healer and a, and a preacher to listen to God speaking to him. Like you, I suspect I have a lot of trouble turning off all that noise that's pounding my ears and my brain, turning off that noise to listen with my heart and my spirit and not my mind and my intellect. I enjoy delving into politics and social issues and the affairs of the day. It's so easy for me to be deafened to God's voice, which draws me and us into faith and trust in God's leading. One of the primary questions, one of the three primary questions that were presented in this quietly courageous book was, what is God calling us to do? We can't afford to forget who is calling us into the future. It is my hope then in this Lenten season that we will be reminded that that shutting off 
as much of the noise around us can help us be more attentive to God's voice. Like Jesus, there are times when we need to get away into the silence of God's presence. May we each find that time to mute the noise of our busy and chaotic lives, to spend some time in silence, and to listen to that still, small voice of God. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at BeatitudesChurch.org backslash online dash giving. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society.